0: English or whatever you want. I'm trying to speak English.
1: Welcome to the Paint Show's Podcast. Bite-sized bits of conversation about language from Galicia, Spain. I'm your host, Chloe Wheeler. When I first came to Lugo, or even before I'd even arrived, and told people in the U.S. that I was going to Galicia, Spain. The first thing anyone ever said was, oh, the weather. And I'd be like, what? What, what do you mean about this weather? What is this? Um, and they would say, oh, you better be ready for lots and lots of rain. It's it's just like Seattle, Washington. You, um, you have like one day of sun and, and then everything's rain. And I was kind of thinking, oh dear, like this is going to be quite an adjustment for for someone who's lived all of her life in Southern California. And when I got to Lugo, this became a really good way to bond with my students over, oh my gosh, Chloe is going to have to get used to the rain. But over time, I found that I actually really loved the rain and came to just know Lugo so well. And I want to start this episode and this whole series off by talking about the weather because it is a really good route into beginning to get to know the people of Lugo and the students at Ask Mercedes. So, let's begin. The structure of this is is definitely going somewhere, don't worry. Um, I have this theory that there's a main idea to every city that you're in. It's a central theme that kind of brings everything together. And my first question to my students who were so kind to interview with me they gave up their their um, tapas break for for all these interviews, so thank you to all of you. And I'm so excited to hear from them. But we talked about how do you describe Lugo to someone who's never been here before? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? And the first guys, you're going to talk are from. Um, they are not from Lugo. And let's hear what they have to say.
0: Yeah, well, the first the first word that came to my mind is cold. <laughs>
1: That's Alejandro, and he's from Caracas, Venezuela, which, as you can imagine, is a little bit warmer than Lugo.
0: It's not that hot. It's in Caracas. But yeah, it's kind of hot. It's like 30 30 degrees Celsius. I don't know how many Fahrenheit is that. (laughs) That's
1: 86 degrees Fahrenheit.
0: Uh, Usually, and yeah, it's not. There are some places that are more chill, more cold. For example, where I started, uh, there are some days that we go down to 11 degrees. celsius
1: that's 51 degrees fahrenheit
0: that was for us like i'm freezing i'm freezing i'm here it's like oh it's hot
1: i'm still like
0: adapting to first of all the cold <laughs> and the rain and the rain yeah it's rain all day and i'm not used to to see my my app like i never do that in minnesota i was like see the sky <laughs> and i think it's not gonna rain <laughs> what's,
1: what's check here in Lugo.
0: Yeah, I need to check and it happens for me so many times and I go out like hi, let's go out. No time. (laughs) And then it's raining or it's colder than I expected and it was like, oh my god.
1: (laughs) Yeah Alejandro and I are both still adjusting to Lugo's weather. Alejandro's not the only student in my sales class who's not from Lugo. Kevin, who's from Argentina, also had first impressions about Lugo's weather.
2: The, the weather is um, difficult. Um, I think that it's a, a, a beautiful place. If I, um, it has um, um, it's, it's, it's all much uh, green and, and, and the trees and mountains. And
1: it's interesting that Kevin points out this difficult rainy weather actually makes for a gorgeous countryside. And Kevin's not the only one to think this. Another Venezuelan student of mine, Carlos, shares Kevin's views on Galicia's gorgeousness.
2: But I think that all, all Galicia in general is very beautiful. All the, the, the <laughs> paisaje.
1: I mean, the landscape or scenery in Spanish.
2: Everybody knows Galicia because because Santiago de Compostela, eh, El Camino de Santiago, that's an emblematic thing of Galicia.
1: Carlos is talking about the famous pilgrimage to Santiago, which is called St. James's Way in English, that many people from all over the world take through Galicia, northwestern Spain. According to tradition, the apostles' remains are buried in the Cathedral of Santiago. Since Lugo is one of the key stopping points on the Camino, that's what they call the Pilgrimage for short, the Camino. When the weather's good, it's common for us to see backpackers dressed in hiking gear loaded up with their packs on their shoulders, following the shell-shaped signs throughout the city and generally just all over Galicia. These signs guide them along on their route towards Santiago. The pilgrims often carry a staff to help them walk and have a scallop shell tied to their backpacks with red string, in keeping with medieval tradition. It's wild to me, straight out of Chaucer, right?
2: But actually, when I moved to Lugo, I don't know nothing from Lugo. But Galicia have, a, I think that Galicia have Coruña, that is the the most city that have people and population that. But you have Lugo. Lugo is very different. Lugo is it's a very familiar, a familiar environment.
1: I love this description of Lugo. Carlos says it's a very familiar environment. That means, I always think of family, familiar. People know you, they want to get to know you, and it's incredibly easy to make friends and have such a great support system in Lugo. He's right. Along with the familiar, comfortable town, Alejandro pointed out another first impression that none of us outsiders can forget.
0: The they had a a language though.
1: Did he say a different language? Yes. It's called Galician, and we'll cover more of it in episode two.
0: It's it's pretty similar to the Spanish, but as its difference and that stuff. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a beautiful place. A calm place though. That was like a shock for me. <laughs> yes. It's so calm.
1: Kevin agrees that the calm nature of the town was also something he had to adjust to, and he says...
2: Yeah, yeah you can adapt. It's, it's a, I think that it's a, a comfortable place. It's in, in Lugo, it's, it's a small place too, but um, it has everything.
1: Kevin and Carlos agree that all the stuff they're saying about Lugo, about comfortable, calm, welcoming also applies to the whole province of Galicia.
2: It is not only Lugo, it's all the province that Galicia has, all the, yes. the little cities, the, that's that uh, little town, all the, that village and stuff is, I think that is very, very, very good.
1: So far, we have the following foreigners' first impressions of Lugo. It's cold, difficult, rainy weather got that down. But this creates really gorgeous landscapes. Aside from that, there's a famous pilgrimage site, and that's great. And Lugo's a small, comfortable, and welcoming town. It's important to note that all of these things are things that we, as people not from Galicia, have noticed. As outsiders looking in, making our own comparisons based on our own backgrounds in, and stories we come from. But we're not only looking in, we're, we're working in it, we're living in, being in this rainy, yet incredibly familiar town. What I'm interested in now is asking the same question to people who have lived their whole lives in Lugo. Will the answers be the same or different? How will what they notice about their own hometown change? when asked a question by me, a foreigner. Let's have a listen. And are you all from Lugo? Yeah. Like, you're from the city of Lugo? Mm
3: -hmm. Or are you from Pueblo Southside? No,
1: I'm from Lugo
3: City. Yeah, me too. Me too, but my grandparents are from um, a pueblo near to Lugo. Um, It's a little village Mm -hmm. near from here, but it's similar. You have to go in car. You have a little uh, distance, but you have all the things near, I think.
1: Very easy. Yes. The following clips are from a different interview I did with three of my sales students who are all from Lugo. Their names are Artai, Carmen, and Carlos. I asked all of them the same question that I asked Carlos, Alejandro, and Kevin. How would you describe Lugo to someone who's never been here before? Fascinatingly, the Galician's answers had a slightly different format. Take a listen. Um,
3: I will describe Lugo like Dublin. Uh, I was in Dublin the last year, and they, the city reminds me a lot of Lugo, mm-hmm. because it's all grey, the buildings are in neutral core and the people were so nice
1: Artai compares Lugo to Dublin, a city very much outside of Spain but he points out that the people were really nice and the architecture is similar It reminds me a lot to Luxembourg yeah, because I was there some years ago and it's quite similar but Luxembourg is like more a French city, something like that and it was like Luxembourg, but in the Spanish version. <laughs> oh, wow, that's great! It's a good description. Now, I've never been to Luxembourg, but I trust Carmen. Her claim is that Lugo is the Spanish version of the tiny country of Luxembourg. Carmen's answer is like our ties in that they both draw parallels to their own hometown using a foreign place. Carlos Casas. Another Galician, has an answer that's slightly different, but still fits in this category. Listen. <laughs>
3: I don't know how to compare to other city <laughs> yeah. because I don't travel too much. But
1: <laughs> Carlos is honest. He says he feels he can't quite figure out how to describe Lugo to someone who has never been here, because he himself hasn't been to any other places that remind him of the city of Lugo. Instead, he describes the beauty of the landscape that Kevin and Carlos pointed out earlier.
3: I think that is um, a beautiful city, that all the things you, is near to you, mm-hmm. you can go to show, you can go to the cinema, all is near, and uh, Galicia has a lot of um, good, um, paisages? Mm.
1: Skyline?
3: No. No, no. Yeah, countryside. countryside.
1: Mm -hmm. Maybe, yes. The land, the green.
3: Yes, yes. And also the beaches, um, the mountains. You have a lot of of things to, to see, yes.
1: How would you describe your hometown? How do you, the listener, think about a place? When you visit something new... How do you face it? For me, thinking about perceptions of Lugo with Galicians and non Galicians makes me ask how are these ideas about the main idea of Lugo similar? Galicians relate their hometown to a foreign town. Foreigners relate the new town of Lugo to what they know of it the rain, the beauty, the closeness of it all. All of us living in Lugo walk in and out of the Roman wall each day, going about our lives. Like we've discussed, a lot of the time, the main idea of Lugo is its rainy nature. And yet, I think Lugo's main idea is that enormous Roman wall. The first impression I had when I arrived was the wall. This wall is unbroken in a winding circle, and it wraps around the heart of the town. It's the permeable membrane of Lugo, the structure that keeps the culture and people inside while simultaneously encouraging outside movement, welcoming us foreigners into a culture so rich with history and friendships. Its magnificent arches beckon people and pilgrims on their journeys and daily lives. Let's end with this thought. At the intersection of pilgrims and locals, of languages both Spanish and Galician, of sunshine and of rain, there is Lugo.
2: Well, the first time I came here, I said that Lugo is very small, but it's perfect. Lugo, half it all, is... It's very comfortable. Uh, I mean, it feels like home.
1: Whether your day is rainy or sunny, with or without a Roman wall, my students and I thank you very much for listening to the first episode of the Pinchos podcast. I want to say a special thanks to a lot of people. First, to my sales students, Carlos Pedros, Kevin, Carlos Casas, Carmen Artai, and Alejandro Fandino, for being such amazing and willing collaborators. Thank you also to Alejandro Cortiño for being so willing to provide the amazing show soundtrack. Um, his music is original at the very beginning of the opening Welcome to the Paint Just podcast. And if you like his music, you can find more of it on YouTube at Corti Time. The other amazing music that you heard in the trailer is called Peppa, and it is by my Galician icons called Abanda de Loba. Really, you should check them out. They're a group of all female musicians. I'm in love. And they have generously provided their music for my use in this educational podcast, and they're with Seis Producciones Creativas. You can also hear their other amazing song called Adondar a Lingua. And that's in this episode, episode one. And last but not least, I want to thank Fulbright for this amazing opportunity to do a side project. And the Centro Autonomico de Información e Innovación in Lugo and Santiago. Of course, I want to thank my bilingual coordinator in Lugo, Carmen, for all of her support as well. We hope that you'll subscribe and follow us for free wherever you get your podcasts. That's on Apple, Spotify, or Anchor.com. Stay tuned for episode two, where we'll talk about the Galician, Spanish education system, and the FAP. Whoa, what's that? But for now, I think it's time for a real pincho. See ya.